Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Awesome. Welcome. We got a whole new setup here. JC, how do we see those chat rooms going on out uh, there? We'll see them. We'll All see right. Them. Cool. Uh, we have a new system setup here. It's really, really cool. I'm pretty excited about it. JC's been working hard with the with the Strike TV video team, pr production team to bring us, uh, you know, uh, up a notch, right? Professional, real stuff. Amen. Not only do you get truth that you won't get anywhere else, but you'll get, it's going to look good too. <laughs> How's that? Look good, good, sound good. JC, I was just sort of uh, ruminating over where we've been in seven years on video, right? The things that we've gone through, the things that we've learned, the things that we've done that have just amazing to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a whole new resume. Seriously. Sound production guy, <laughs> video editor. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. I'm just I'm really excited about all the things that ha that are happening and the things that we have done and JC has taken the controls away from me, so I'm finding myself with nothing to do with my hands. So I'm going to be throwing those. You want this pistol? Hank, throwing out those si signals for you, JC. You <laughs> know right. when I'm talking with my hands, they're going to be like, oh, see, she's signaling. She's signaling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. Brand new Monday, brand new week. Big, 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 big week going on. We are flying out tomorrow. Uh, to an event in Oklahoma that I can't tell you about. Mm -hmm. We can't tell you about it because we don't want the haters. We don't want the... Uh, secret event? Sec it's a secret event. It's a secret <laughs> event. We don't want the haters. It's not open to the public, which is why, you know, it's a secret event. But I will be telling you all about it. I will be posting all about it once it's all done. And what's really crazy is that we can't talk about it before it happens. Mm. You know, I mean, that's serious. Now, now let me be very clear. The event planners are not putting this restriction on us. Right. They are absolutely not doing that. Okay. So it is not them. It's all us. It's out of respect for what they're doing. It's out of respect for what's going to be done. And it's out of uh, 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 an attempt to keep away the people who try to constantly undercut trying to de uh, to demean what we're doing. And, and so just know that it's something really, really important, cool. really huge, really Sounds awesome. huge, got all, got huge. All these pe people from all over Middleton, New York, Indiana, uh, Kansas, Kansas city, Missouri. Weren't we just, weren't we just in Kansas city, Missouri, not too long ago, yeah. live Oak, Pennsylvania, more Kansas, California, Michigan. Oh man, all over Texas representing Green Bay. What? How about that? Look at that. Look at this cool Central thing Washington. we got going on. I'm watching JC click these buttons. I'm like, why is he clicking these buttons? Blue Virginia. 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 So there they are. <laughs> A little bit of trivia. Where's that from? Virginia. Oh, I forget what that was called. John Carter. No, it wasn't to you. Mars. I already knew thing. you knew that. All right. So what's going on in the world today? So click us on our first tab there, JC, right. down there what at the want? bottom, the one that's already up for you. Okay. Share screen is shared, shared. and there we, we are go. there. Just a little preview of what a Biden-Harris presidential administration will look like. Mm -hmm. Cuomo as your attorney general. Oh, wow. Biden considering controversial New York Governor Cuomo as attorney general. Wonderful. Good job, buddy. So that's just my little thing for y'all today, just to give you a little motivation to not elect <laughs> Biden-Harris. Right. Not elect Biden-Harris, right? I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm telling you don't elect them. Now, J.C., on the other hand, will 
be a little bit more forthcoming, but JC's opinions do not represent ChrisAnhall.com or the Chris Anhall Daily Journal. What, to Some say who to vote for? I'm yes. not telling people who to vote for. Vote, no. vote for who you want to vote for. Yeah, vote for who you want. He, he'll tell you. But uh, I, I just, I'm not in the um, endorsement business. Mm -hmm. I was trying to say nomination. I got Amy Coney, Coney, Coney Barrett on the brain. I'm not in the uh, endorsement business. I don't endorse candidates. I don't endorse projects, other people's stuff. Sure. So, so donors are pushing for Cuomo. What is, what do you think that's like, are they afraid of losing New York? I always wonder because when you, when the politicians sort of early float uh, nominees for positions, you always look at the state. It's usually because they're trying to secure yeah, see, I don't, a state. I don't think that Do they feel like New York's under threat. Here's what I see. Um, I the all the Republicans. Let me put it this way. Maybe not Republicans. The conservatives are fleeing New York. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why they would be worried about losing New York unless they feel like there's enough conservatives left who want to try to protect their pea patch. You know, we're we're not going anywhere. We're fighting for New York. We're going to keep New York. We're going to we're going to secure New York. We're not moving. We're not fleeing. That's not who we're going to be. And there could be plenty of those, you know, because a lot of people have this idea that New York's. Oh, see what? Yeah. So a lot of people, a <laughs> little, little light bulb just turned on in Chris Ann's head. A lot of people think that New York City is New York. But we happen to know from personal experience that there is a large conservative constitutional constituency in upstate New York, on Long Island, you know, in the other places outside of New York, there's a there's a big conservative uh, population there. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you have then is now the everybody is fleeing New York City. So maybe. They are afraid because New York City voting constituency is emptied mm -hmm. and the rest of the state will then now have a power to overcome the voting in the urban area. Right. So don't they usually rely on the urban areas dictating political policy to the rest of the state? So maybe because uh, New York's emptied. People are pulling out. Gotcha. And they're leaving. And I think they're, you know, they don't, the, the media doesn't tell us everything, JC. And I, and I could be wrong, but with businesses leaving Manhattan, leaving New York City, I have to believe that not all of those businesses leaving New York City are just conservative businesses. Yeah. So, sure. so maybe they're losing a lot of the, of, of their, liberal money background yeah it sounds like so, maybe the donors are nervous yeah well and i think again, that might this, be why again that you know sort of backs the point they're not super they're not super confident about biden as a candidate and it's almost like they have to signal something that they think their democrat supporters are gonna like to, to get, get them the excited New Yorkers on board. yeah it's, so it's, i don't know it's just just the democrat people but yeah. then i it's mean an it's an odd thing because again campaigns don't normally put out names yeah right because one of the sort of keys to campaigning is be as general as possible as vague be as vague as possible right and don't don't say what you're going to do right uh the president i mean in putting out the sort of list of supreme court nominees and that sort of thing um is is an unusual thing was sort of a bold thing to yeah. say this is what i'm going to do and you had time to examine them know who they are that that kind of thing so it's really unusual in the midst of campaign to to release stuff like that unless you think you're losing support or you think this guy's going to gain you support right? right it's all about support and then in a particular place it's going to be about that state you know so it's a strange sort of messaging cuomo sure did uh, order that black lives matter be painted on the street mm. so that could be who they're trying to get in you know i thought something I funny know. out there jc because we've gotten into the kind of the discussion about who Black Lives Matter, the organ and organization really is. Mm -hmm. And Black Lives Matter, the organization is not Democrat. They could not care less about Biden or Harris. What right. they care 
is that they know that the Democrat Party is the party that will do their bidding. Yeah. Right. Marxist revolution. So here's the thing I think is a waste of time. I see this, but I think it's a waste of time uh, politically, media wise. The conservative media and, and conservatives are doing what they can to bring out Biden's racist background. And Biden, by the way, I, I don't know how Biden can get away with. I mean, seriously, if Biden was a Republican and said some of the things that he said, holy cow, he he would be just eviscerated. But. I think what the conservatives are trying to do, well, if we show these statements from Biden, like Biden back in the 70s said, uh, we don't need to desegregate our schools. We don't need to corrupt our white schools and stuff. like. I mean, there's newspaper articles. All this stuff is coming out. My point is, JC, that's not going to stop the people who support Black Lives Matter from voting for Biden because they don't care if Biden's racist. Because it's not about Biden. Because it's not about Biden. That's a great point. It's not about Biden. It's about getting the Democrats in because they will do their bidding. And so spend your time doing something because you're not going to stop. Those kind of media campaigns are not going to stop the moderates. They're not going to stop the people who already know who Biden is. And Mm -hmm. I know they have to be particularly the racist nature of Biden directed at the Black Lives Matter people. But they don't care. Yeah, I don't think they care. They don't care anything about Biden. They don't care anything about Harris. Yeah, but I think it's again, it's always that middle, the middle crowd, the middle of the road voters. So it might be just that one little extra straw that that they say, okay, I'm not voting for anybody or I'm not voting for this guy or whatever. So, you know, every every little bit, I think, helps kind of mentality is what is what you're seeing there. But you're right. You know, that's that was that's actually great insight. The that that crowd the marxist revolutionary crowd it it it's not about the candidate right uh, it's exactly. about that party is the party that they can steer for their purposes yeah so so it wouldn't matter who was on the ticket right exactly that's that's the whole point i've yeah. got this article coming up next jc about facebook and i thought that it was pretty interesting this article that we have um my phone has just locked up so if you could there you go about Facebook can't catch misinformation. It's already identified as false, an activist group says. And so what's interesting about this is the fact that I don't know if they're trying to allege that this article or or, or that Facebook is not vigilant in their efforts or if it's just simply the misinformation is so voluminous that it's impossible to to actually uh, bring this information into a handhold. So basically, so, so in other words, they're saying there's they've already said this stuff is true, but or false, but yet it's still being pumped but it's out on still Facebook. being pumped out on Facebook. OK, so with less than four weeks to go. And, and this is the one thing that just and there was a couple things that were really strange to me and I wanted to, to read them to you. But it says, um, let's see, we'll scroll back down to the top there with less than four weeks to go before pivotal U.S. election. Facebook has sought to reassure the public it has learned from its 2016 mistakes. Now, listen to this. On Wednesday, the company rolled out a new policy against voter intimidation and announced It will temporarily suspend political ads Mm -hmm. after polls close on election day. Am am, am I the one that's am I the only one that's not connecting those dots? (laughs) I don't know. The company rolled out a new policy against voter intimidation and announced it will temporarily suspend political ads after polls close on election day. That that doesn't make any sense. Okay, thank you, thank you very much. I, 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 what good does it do to suspend political ads after the poll has closed? <laughs> I don't know. What exactly are you this doing? Is a misprint. How does this work? No, I've seen this actually twice now, which is why I brought this up because it came out. I actually saw it initially in a Facebook. News, uh, you yep. know, the well, Facebook, boom, this is what the, we're doing. So kind the of announcement thing. that I got um, 
came through Facebook that said you won't be able to make new political ads, or let's put it this way. It said any political ads that run during the election, mm -hmm. you have to have approved before, I think it was October 25th or something like yeah. that. So it wasn't that they're going, they're not going to have ads. It right. was just, they have to be approved, which means they have this little thing of this is who you say you are mm -hmm. and you're not a Russian bot. Right. Basically the thing. Yeah. Which was nothing. So just a yeah. weird. Are you a Russian bot? Oh no, not me. Yeah. Yanis Nayu. So I don't. Yeah, it's strange. I don't. Well, yeah. you recall, you recall uh, Zucker Schmuck gets dragged into Congress and, and pounded on yeah. because of this. So I almost feel like the left is coming at him. So he wants to kind of show like he's doing something. Right. But then right. at the same time, maybe he doesn't want to because he wants the money to keep rolling in for political ads. Right. So it looks like he's trying to play both sides and he just, this sounds But the whole, the, the intro is to stop voter intimidation. We're going to end ads <laughs> after the day you're, after you're election. intimidated by an ad. After the election. It was like the ad says, I'm going to kick your butt if you vote for Biden. Right. But what, what exactly is voter intimidation through an ad? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyway, it says uh, that if you'll scroll back down there so I can read that, because, again, my phone locked up. JC and I went and spoke uh, in Idaho, and there were uh, several people on the lineup that were on the FBI watch list. Mm -hmm. So your phone's been acting crazy. So our phones have been acting totally crazy. And so, uh, no, you went too far for me. There you go. So uh, one more time up. Oh, there we go. Uh, a new report from activist researchers show that in the past year alone, Facebook has failed to act on hundreds of posts that racked up millions of impressions and contain claims that social media giant has previously identified as false or misleading, raising fresh questions about the company's readiness for a potential wave of misinformation following November 3rd. So what is the wave of misinformation that's going to be following November 3rd, JC. Who won? Who actually won? <laughs> that, that makes more okay, sense. Okay, see? That's my point. They're going to stop the political posts the day after the election closes, and uh, they're worried about a potential wave of new misinformation after November 3rd, Combine that with Zucker Schmuck's interview on Axios about how we need to have a consensus, commission. consensus commission, a consensus commission on how the election actually happened. Uh -huh. Okay, that's falling into place now. It's making Are you sense. Seeing it now? Are so you we, seeing we it? Steal the election, and then we make it where you can't. You can't you have say no, anything about it. And nobody can see other people saying about it. You can't report that at your polling place this happened. You right. can't it's report political. that your county, because your counties, all the counties submit the votes publicly before they ever get into the media. So what happens wow. if your county comes out and you see your county votes? You're like, wait a minute. That's not what my county said. I mean, you and I know we were involved in our local county. Uh, in the 2014 election, mm. right? And in the 2014 election, there we are in the little office and people are on the phone with the with the supervisor of elections office and people have their their uh, their laptops up waiting for the supervisors of elections to report at each county level. So it's going to be, and these are all lefties controlling that. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be. Biden wins, Trump loses, and there's no such person as Joe Jorgensen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, there already Actually, is no you, such you, person yeah, as Joe say, Jorgensen. You can't even say <laughs> that there's no such person as Joe Jorgensen or else you reveal that a person named Joe Jorgensen exists and yeah. she's running for president. Yeah, yeah. That, we, you don't we can't have, have that getting out. I have to put my <laughs> I have to put my ducks. My ducks have become famous, JC. So I have to put them. People want to see my ducks as we travel now. All right. Because I have all they're, my ducks in a row. There they are. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if you don't know about my ducks, you need to go to right. my my Instagram page and learn about my ducks. So face <laughs> so the Facebook operation is underway. Facebook operation election correction. Election correction. How's that? Yep. Operation election co correction Facebook. So if it happens to go away they don't like, then yep. They're gonna let you know yep. the results and make sure that you cannot disagree now if you'll scroll down a little bit more down there jc it says um there's one there's a new big loophole that i don't think that's been identified before at least at this level christopher scott uh the fact checker of facebook says it's another way to build misinformation uh, another way misinformation is able to get around the complex policy system Facebook is trying to build. And that's how people make similar posts than the ones that are banned and they just keep getting shared all over the place. That's the loophole, right? That, in my humble opinion, Operation Election Correction is a way of saying, hey, if some of this stuff sneaks through, it's not because we approved it. It's not actually true. We're not going to, we're only going to be giving you the true stuff. But if it slips through the cracks, Operation Election Correction, then uh, it's still false. We just want you to know that. Yeah. Because it snuck through. Yeah. You, you know, and then you, you couple that with the deplatforming, the silencing of mm -hmm. any non lefty voice out there. Uh, it was crazy when I looked at I looked at Twitter after the vice presidential debates. This is becoming common in Twitter. Um, the only thing that trends are lefty sort of lefty narratives. That's mm -hmm. it. So they have so purged Twitter of non leftist voices that oh, yeah. that's practically all that's 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 all that comes to the surface anymore well, but jc youtube was the same way you remember when uh back in 2011 or 20 no it's supposed to been 2012 when we when we made the video about the bundy thing when i was in haiti mm -hmm. that thing by actual definitions went viral right right at went absolutely viral and we were in our, our webmaster at the time was watching YouTube thinking this is going to be awesome. Chris Ann's finally going to get to uh, uh, Chris Ann's going to finally get to go viral on on YouTube. We're going to see this. And he watched it for two days and there were notices on YouTube of of videos that were getting uh a third half of what I was getting on that video and YouTube never put us up there, mm -hmm. never put us up there. So, so this stuff so has, been going, has been going on, on for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least the information manipulation anyway. Well, well but the, the, the conservatives didn't like Bundy, the Bundy situation either. They right. didn't want anybody knowing the facts about that. And that's why, my video on that went viral because I flat out said, look, this is not about Bundy. This is not about about paying fees. This is about whether the federal government has the authority to own land and to rent it to people. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's was that shadow, but they call it shadow banning. Yeah. Well, now we've gone from shadow banning to they're just outright letting you know. Yeah. You should be exterminated. Keep this Keith Overman's. I posted this on my Instagram uh, is where this is from. And, and, the, and as I said, this is the fundamental divide. So we who love liberty, we just want to be left alone, live our, right. live our lives, leave us alone. But the Marxists literally want to exterminate you because you disagree with them. So, right. so Overman says in, in the context of Barrett and all that, the, the Mike Lees, the William Bars, the Sean Hannity's, the Mike Pence's, the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society. So uh, this this is a preview, I think, of this is what's coming. This is yes. what they're kind of promising. So if if the left takes full control, then that's what they want. They're revealing to you that is what their world looks like. So you think the you know, you think people just getting kicked off of big social now right. is a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, just wait till they're when they're fully in control. They absolutely are now openly admitting they want to make you 
physically disappear. Not yes. just not just off of social media. Oh, they yeah. want you to vanish from the face of the well, earth. Well, and they'll tell you, oh, well, those comments that I made, Mr. Former CEO of Twitter, that mm -hmm. we should have firing squads. That was really just metaphor. That and, yeah. and I'm sorry, oops, that was a mistake. I didn't actually mean to say that. We're gonna, uh, you know, if we get yeah. all the way through the lineup today. We're going to see that. Oh, that was a mistake. I didn't mean to tweet that. Well, remember Sarah Excuse Palin, me, you... Sarah Palin's metaphor, putting a particular district in crosshairs. Yeah. That was not acceptable no. to use metaphor. I This whole idea of, oh, I accidentally tweeted According this. According to them, I should yeah. say. I accidentally tweeted this. I didn't mean to tweet this. I, I, I can't get over the fact that, that you have to sit down and actually type something <laughs> and and then read it and make sure that it's proofread and then and then you have to hit send you know it's it, it's not like oops i fell in a hole and tweeted something right yeah you, you don't accidentally tweet something no. like that you tweet something that you you have second thoughts about that you think i shouldn't have tweeted that maybe i should have waited but you but it still came out of your head it's still what you thought. Exactly. Well, okay, I don't care what you believe. You know, it's what you believed enough to actually go through the physical act of disseminating it, mm -hmm. all right? And look, I'm all free speech, dude. You want to tell me how what you believe? You want to tell me how this all works? You want to tell me what your thoughts yeah. are? Yeah, who you want to murder? Who you, you want to shoot? What? Do it. Do it. I'm all for it. You got freedom of speech. We all got freedom of speech. But don't give me no double standard about it. Right. Don't be, you know, don't block me. Yeah. I am still suspended on Twitter and I never threatened to murder anybody. I never threatened to actually rejoice over a firing squad yeah. somewhere. We, we who are anti-violence but anti-corrupt government, uh, we're accused of being radical murderous psychopaths. Whereas the ones accusing us are literally calling for the death and extermination of people. Yeah. Yeah. So the Amy Coney Barrett confirmation hearings day one. Uh, no, I did not watch them. I did not watch them. I will go back and I will get the kind of, you know, I guess the the notes and see what it is. I just simply was too busy today. Got too much going on. Yeah, I plan to watch it this evening. I don't think that. Yeah. So we're going to go back and watch it. Didn't get to watch it while it happened. But I wanted to once again, the misinformation and the double standard thing here. They hate what What was it that Feinstein said to a, a, a Amy Coney Barrett? Yeah. The dogma lives loud within the you. Dogma lives loud with you. OK. And she actually I'm going to read to you what she she said in her closing remark. She said. As a final note, Mr. Chairman, I would like to thank the many Americans from uh, from all walks of life who have reached out with messages of support over the course of my nomination. I believe in the power of prayer, and it has been uplifting to hear that so many people are praying for me. I look forward to answering the committee's questions over the coming days. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed, I pledge to faithfully and impartially discharge my duties to the American people as an associate justice of the Supreme Court. Thank you. All right. So that's I'm going to be impartial, which mm -hmm. is what she's supposed to be. Immediately following her opening statement, the Democrats began uh, uh, marching out. Not their impartial questions, mm -hmm. but one picture after another, one testimony after another about all the people in America that the Affordable Care Act has helped slash slave saved. Slaved. Slave enslaved. That was a Freudian, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So do she they are getting on her, you know, the dogma is what was it? strong with you, thick with you, forces powerful with you. I don't know where that was. And she's like, no, I'm going to be impartial while the Democrats are completely voiding any, we don't want you to be impartial. We want you to look at this person's face. We don't want you to look at the Constitution. We don't mm -hmm. want you to follow the law. We don't want you to be impartial. We want you to be partial. We want you to, to, to vote based on feelings. We want you to vote based on emotions. We want you to vote based on politics, but only if they're ours. Right. Right. You can't, yeah. you can't be partial in your your 
convict your personal convictions unless mm -hmm. they're ours. Yeah, right. The Dems all day. So the whole thing is just so about the Affordable Care Act, this, that, and the other. And what's amazing to me, JC, is the way they cherry pick speaking about the Affordable Care Act as if it actually still lives. Mm -hmm. The removal of the mandate killed the Affordable Care Act. Right. We are, the Affordable Care Act is on a spiraling descent because it cannot be monetarily maintained. I don't know. Fiscally maintained. That's the word. Mm. Cannot. It's, it's, you can't keep it without, well, ah, uh, but you can if you just keep going into debt. Right. And let us not forget. It's just another, at this point, it's just another government program. It's just another government welfare program. So well, like it's another government insurance, uh, like you have this choice. You go get private insurance, all of which are cheaper than the government version, or you can have the more expensive, more restrictive government version that yeah. dictates all of your health choices. Which doesn't even give you free health care. No. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And let us not forget, I don't know how many people actually remember this or ever knew this to begin with. Uh, at this point in time, the majority of the Affordable Care Act is being paid by your state. Mm. It was all shifted over. They had, I don't remember the exact three or four years after the Affordable Care Act, it was to shift all the expenses minus, you know, a, a handful. I, I put it this way, shift all the expenses on the state with keeping just enough money from the federal government to the state for Affordable Care Act so that the government can still pull the strings and you still have to pay the money, all the red tape money to the federal government for all the pretend money they're actually giving you. So uh, this is this is this is where we are. The, the keep in mind in these hearings, the Democrats do not want an impartial judge. And I want you to keep your eyes open for something else as well. Keep your eyes open for the Republicans who don't want an impartial judge either. Because remember, we should be vetting our judges based on the Constitution. I thought about it. You know, they had during the first debate people were joking about a drinking game mm -hmm. that every time Biden said, you remember what it was? I don't know. Something, I don't know. His little catchphrase, take a drink. And I thought, boy, I have a really pathetic drinking game. You have to drink every time a Senate judiciary committee member asks a constitutional question of the judge. It's called the, the teetotaler game. The teetotaler game. Cause yeah. you won't drink. Cause you will all. not drink at all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So there you are. That's how that works. So the the thing that gets me, JC, is this new narrative, not new narrative, the pervasive narrative of truth is subjective. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in this next article that I have pulled up for us, <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't even know how, how do you even look at this with a straight face? Amy Coney Barrett went to my all girls high school. I hope she's not confirmed. And that's from the guardian, by the way, which, yeah, that's which from is the guardian. I have what I've noticed. I've been, I've been watching these guardian articles in the last several weeks, particularly since Barrett has come up. It is, it has been a, I mean, a massive onslaught of just religious, anti-religious bigotry, just the, the vilest stuff. The guardian is one of the biggest, hack papers on the planet now it's it's disgusting and i'm by, by the way i'm looking at so always look at the writers so they're all guardian writers do you know where they're at because the guardian that's a that's the british yes the british exactly. paper you know where all these writers writing these articles are new york new york city yeah that was my guess new, new york, york city, city. Yes. yep new and york it just city. total total it is it is an absolute fish wrap rag Cesspool. of a paper it Cesspool. is disgusting <laughs> more fit for the bottom of your canary page i than... would not even allow my bird to crap <laughs> on this garbage paper so my first thing i saw that that headline i was like good god you know the woman's my age or no she's a little bit younger than me right and my first thought was good god i hope that i never you know people I went to high school with 
who are people that I went to high school with? How are they to judge my character now? Yeah, who do they know. know who I am? Why is that even a credible source? And then, of course, my mind wanders and thinks, who in heaven's name actually thinks this is a credible source? Right. To to have somebody I went to high school with Amy Coney Barrett. Raise your hand out there in the chat room, guys. If you want people in your high school to be able to testify as to who you are today. JC, you want to raise your hand? Yeah, only only the <laughs> idiots. Only the idiots at the Guardian and people who take people who would take the Guardian seriously. I mean, come on. She's 48 years old. Yeah. She's yeah, born so in she's 1972. A little, she's a little, oh, she's she's the same, We're the same age, age as you. So <laughs> I mean, come on. Give me a yeah. break. So, JC, how many of the people you went to high school with do you want to testify based oh, on? Oh, I'd I would never be. I, no, you'd never let me do anything. If, if, if the people I went to high school told me about me, I would be like, bro, you don't want that guy doing anything. Yeah. Right? yeah. If, I, if I didn't know. So the people who knew me mm -hmm. from high school come to me and tell me about me. <laughs> and I don't know that they're talking about a dude from, you know, 20 plus years ago. I'm thinking, holy crap. No, do not. You what? <laughs> no, 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 not that guy. No way. That's crazy. That dude's a lunatic. <laughs> the, the, so, the, come on. The amazing... who, who is still, who out there is still who you were in high school? Yeah. Right. And if you if you are if if you are in a good way, yeah, then man, hats off to you. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you obviously had great parents, great upbringing, tremendous character. You know, whatever. That's a rarity, a rarity. Usually, most people are like, no, no, I am not who I was in high school. I'm uh -uh, glad I'm not uh -uh. who I was in high school. I'm better than that now. I don't even long for those glory days. I grew up. I came away. I, I, you know, I I came out of that. I mean, come on, who who is that? So what kind of dope now, even go, says this kind of stuff? Well, what's interesting, JC. I went to school with her. Go uh, down here to the, keep scrolling down for me there. All right. So, um, all right. So, oh, this is what you see the sub headline, right? So the headline is Amy Coney Barrett went to my all girls high school. I hope she's not confirmed by Lisa M. O'Neill. And then the sub headline is we didn't have a mascot at, at Dominican, only an emblem Veritas. But look at this. But truth is not monolithic. It is informed by our belief systems. See this whole thing that truth is somehow subjective. She says, we didn't have a mascot, and that's taken from the second paragraph of her, her little thing here. Uh, we didn't have a mascot at Dominican, only an emblem, Veritas, in Latin, truth. But truth is not monolithic, she says. It's informed by our belief system. How we define the truth matters, especially for someone serving on the Supreme Court. Um, if you are serving on the Supreme Court and you're defining truth, you are not fit to be on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. What is this, JC? Truth is defined. I mean, truth is truth. Truth is what it is. You may have feelings about that truth. The truth might make you feel good. The truth might make you feel bad. The truth might make you happy. The truth might make you sad. But the truth is not changed by your sadness. Yeah. Your truth is not changed by your happiness. And this idea, truth is not monolithic. What the heck? It's not truth anymore, JC. You, why do they, you, you keep using that word, truth. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Miss O'Neill. Miss O'Neill. By the way, freelance writer. And what does it say? Founder or something? Uh, I didn't read that. Uh, what does this say? A producer and host of the Matriarchitects. So. Oh, right? she's a feminazi. Right. So it's it's all and the, the art, the whole article, the whole article about 
because this is crazy. So bottom line, mm -hmm. uh, what is her name? Lisa O'Neill is a raving idiot. Uh, raving, raving idiot. Why do I say that? Because here she says uh, she would be proud to have a fellow alum serving on our highest court if that person's presence, and get this, didn't threaten to irrevocably, irrevocably harm the lives of millions of Americans. Do you know what that statement is about? That entire statement is about her position on abortion. Abort so abortion, articles, the thing that takes millions of lives because Barrett is against that, she's threatening millions of lives. So come on, I'm, I'm speechless over the absolute illogic the unsound no, no, no. reasoning of that so she's I a raving idiot number one mm -mm. and her whole world revolves around abortion look at look at this the matriarch whatever she all this author of her body and other right it's all that thing what i can do with my body for the for the hundredth freaking time let me say this again a baby is not a body part a baby is not your freaking body it's two separate bodies. It's not your body. We don't give a rip what you do with your body. <laughs> We're talking about the body of the baby that you're dismembering, that you're taking a, 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 a vacuum suction hose and slamming through the skull and sucking their brains out when they're halfway delivered. We're talking about that body. That's not your body. Your body will be fine once they suck the brains out of that baby's head and, and reach in with a pair of scissors and cut his spine so that he dies. Your body will be fine and untouched in that process. It's the baby's body that will be brutally destroyed. So you are a freaking idiot. Well, if you'll allow me a second to simply translate for you, given the fact that Look, I'm not proud of it. I was that, right? So when let me let me sh let me share with you the their logic, okay? The millions of lives that will be how what did she how did she say that, JC? Irrevocably that? harmed. Irrevocably harmed. By the way, you can't put the baby's spine back together. You can't put its brains back in its head. It's okay. pretty irrevocable. Okay, so irrevocably harmed millions of lives. Think of this from a eugenicist perspective. So remember Barack Obama said that I wouldn't want my daughters to be punished with a child. So you actually have, uh, in their mind, when a woman has a baby, two lives are harmed. Okay? Uh, yeah. When a, when, a, when a woman has a baby, two lives are harmed. Number one, the woman's life is harmed because she's forced to have a child. So, which in their mind, by the way, this goes all the way back to 1785 to the philosophy formed from a Mary, a woman named Mary Wollaston Craft, uh, who who um, who wrote a book about how marriage and child uh, rearing enslaves women. This is mm. 1785. No, I didn't get the year wrong. 1785. OK, so. um you have then, you have the woman who is now irrevocably harmed because she is now in servitude for the rest of her, her, the joyous years of her life, right? But you also have the child being born irrevocably harms the child because abortion saves that child from a bad life, right? So we don't, we, we don't abort good babies. We abort babies to help stop pro poverty. We abort babies that aren't physically fit. You know, we don't, we abort babies that are, that are, are, are mentally challenged. So when you force a child to be born into poverty, then you have revocably harmed that child's life. When you force that child to be born, when in bad 
lifestyle situations, then they're irrevocably harmed. When you force a child to be born that has Down syndrome or something like that, their life. So now you have two lives. Now, this is not Chris Ann Hall's perspective, by the way. Just be clear. That's their stupid argument. That's their argument. Because remember, I was one of them. I know that argument. But now and you, that's but now I know. Now, you know, we could sit here for the next 48 hours and trot out hundreds of people who were born into poverty and who have achieved great things and had great lives. We can point out numerous people with Down syndrome who have achieved have, great things and have great lives. We have. We have family members who have Down syndrome children who would not change anything about having those children, about how they're a joy and a blessing and a light in the life. And and they're going to do yeah. great things. And so. Meanwhile, it's, oh, don't tell me what to do with my body when it's not your body. Yet with my body, you want me to stick a vaccine in it, whether I like it or not, put a mask mm -hmm. on it, whether I like it or not. So plenty of stuff you want to tell me what to do with my body, but a body that's not even your body, you want to claim, oh, we're trying to control it. But JC, truth is not monolithic. Uh, yeah, it is. And um, uh, you're just interpreting truth in the bad way. Nope. Truth so that's true. where we are. So next article, JC. By the way, abortion. Uh, you know, the other another argument to you know forcing the the woman to raise this child and be you know burdened with this child. No, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of families who would be happy to have that child. Give the child up for adoption. So there's See, you're so selfish. That's gonna. You know, you're you're going to be all sad and you want to be sad. Like, I mean, we've literally heard this from uh, th this sort of logic that they'd rather they they'd rather ha they'd rather kill the baby than to have to live knowing there's a baby out there that they had to give up. No, why can't you live knowing that you that rather than kill the baby, you provided this child with right. with a chance at life. You 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 let a family who d who couldn't have a child raise a child, love, love the child. Uh, I mean. Come on, man. It's it's really crazy. Crazy. Well, and, and again, I, I've made this point many thank, times. Thank you, Susan. I've made this point many times. OK, uh, we have to stop. First off, we have to stop being argumentative in in this whole discussion. We shouldn't be pro-life. Uh, uh, pro-life is the argument. It's not the solution. Mm -hmm. The solution is pro-adoption. Sure. How many, uh, my goodness, I personally know at least a half a dozen women that I could go and lay my hand on their shoulder tomorrow who want to adopt a child mm -hmm. but can't because it's so difficult. If we had we if we stopped killing babies, we would have babies in families that want them and love them and that will raise them. And you're right. It is a very selfish thing to say. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather it, 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 it's even it's even more shallow than that, JC. It's not even I don't want to know that there's a baby out there I didn't raise. It's, oh, you're yeah. trying to imprison me for nine months and make no, me ridiculous. go through that pain. Well, so. and, and they and they prey on, you know, they prey on frightened women mm -hmm. in in these situations. Because, I, I mean, I'm not blasting a person who's who you've gone through this. No, you've experienced abortion because, I mean, a lot of times. It is a young teenage girl or young girl or whatever, and, and they're confused and they're scared. And, and But that's the thing. You have these predators out there mm -hmm. forcing them into this and convincing this is the good solution, all that. And they don't even want to tell them. Like right. they fight in court, not even to, to make sure that you don't even get to tell yeah. these these young, frightened young girls that there's some other option. Hey, JC, disgusting. let me do a little um, a little uh, public service announcement, uh, housekeeping break before we move on to the next article. I just wanted to remind everybody, uh, I don't know how things are going on YouTube today. Looks like we're flowing good today. Not a lot of interception, whatever. Uh, but we are on Twitch now, right? Twitch. And we actually yep. have people watching us on Twitch. Awesome. So you can find us on Twitch. But while you're here. For as long as we're there. No matter no matter what it is, that, whatever platform you're watching on us, give us your form of thumbs up. Give us your form of like or share. 
please share because the algorithms are killing us and we need to get this stuff out there. This is the kind of discussion that needs to be had that nobody's having. We just need to have these discussions. And I'm Chris Ann Hall is too scary for the media, big, you know, media moguls to have me on their shows. So mm -hmm. you've got to, you've got to be able to, to get this stuff out there. Maybe you guys in the chat room can, can give a little testimony about, about why Chris Ann Hall is too scary to have on uh, Fox or CNN or <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Uh, I've uh, anyway. So I, I found this rather hilarious, this article. Um, so Senator Kamala Harris says that the Barrett confirmation hearing is illegitimate and reckless. Mm. Uh, I, I thought that was was really kind of funny uh, because her statements during the debate were illegitimate and <laughs> reckless. Remember, she's the one who said that uh, Lincoln uh, chose not to confirm uh, a Supreme Court justice who had died because he knew that the people deserved a chance to, to choose who will pick their Supreme Court justice. Yeah. So that's that's False. how that works. So um, the again, not to be Captain Obvious here, but the people did choose. They elected Donald Trump, and she died in Donald Trump's presidency. So it's his turn, right? <laughs> now this is actually Blumenthal. This next article that we have coming up here, B Blumenthal, and this is something that I thought that I would show you because Blumenthal's actually right. Wasn't he the one that uh, faked some sort of military service? Was that him? I don't I, know. I, I, I may be mistaken, but anyway, so what, yeah, is, so what does he say? He says that during the now you realize she's on, on the circuit court, right. right? She's in a federal judge right now. And he says that she has to recuse herself from any election disputes that would come before her while she's under confirmation process. Uh, in, in the. In the federal court. Where she's at now. Yeah. Where she's at now. No. Well, that, that would make sense. It is. And, and, and it's right. It's absolutely right. I don't know why it's an, enough to be controversial, why this is big news or why somebody should be shocked by that but that's actually the ethical standard mm -hmm. she would have to she's nominee by the president she shouldn't sit in judgment of issues involving the president at this time at this time on the appeals court on the appeals court right which how likely is that to happen it is it not very likely because by because that stuff moves so slow she would either be uh nominated by then or not nominated by then. I, I don't know if you know this right off the top of your head, but if she's confirmed, when is she sworn in? Is that the next, like the next time they start their session? I don't you know. know I don't really know that. I hadn't actually looked at it. That's a good question. So there I may be know. a time before. So even like she's confirmed and then maybe she'll still be on the appeals court until it's time. I mean, I, I, I would think I would think I would think as soon as she's confirmed and she's no longer on the appeals court. But uh, maybe there's some time between that and her swearing in. I'm even not sure. even so. Maybe we um, can look that up. Yeah. But but it would make sense if she's I mean, first off, how 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 many cases is she hearing at the moment in being in the confirmation process? I don't know. This, he clearly that makes total sense as far as conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. But I wonder how, how actually realistic is it? It, it? it seems like maybe just a, as if she's sort of, as he's trying to throw this out there as a narrative, kind of imply trying to be legitimate. I, I don't know. I think he's um, trying to imply that maybe she's, she's biased or like she would be biased. I mean, it just seems a weird, a weird sort of thing to, mm -hmm. to just, 
kind of randomly bring just, up because it's kind of a, a duh comment like she would yeah, go that's what i said well yeah unless, Senator, unless a fact you take into account that we've had supreme court justices that should have recused themselves and did not right so, I mean, you so have, blumenthal did not frame his statement in uh judge barrett in contrast to Alina Kagan, Elena Kagan mm -hmm. you would need to recuse yourself when you have a conflict of interest. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So Blumenthal would he didn't say, I know we don't hold our Democrat justices to this standard. But Judge Barrett, yeah. we expect you to meet the minimum standard. Yes, exactly. We're not. So he probably didn't say it. That no, way. he did not say okay. it that way. And just, that's just one confirming. Of the, that's thank you, because that's <laughs> that's one of the things that I was one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this once again, the double standard first, Amy Comey Barrett, ha Coney Barrett has to be impartial, but we need her to hold judgment based on her feelings. As long as they, you know, her feelings create truth that we want. Right. Sure. But Blumenthal's all about, well, you gotta don't, Hey, Hey, you gotta recuse yourself. Don't forget. Now, if this comes before you, you gotta recuse yourself, but nobody shook their finger in the face of Alina Kagan when she sat as a Supreme Court justice in judgment of the Affordable Care Act, the very same act that she defended as as uh, as uh, the name has just Solicitor General. Solicitor General. Thank you. I was Secretary. And I and I suppose General, so. it would maybe be in bad that form. Okay. Since Judge Barrett would have to work with these people, she would she it would probably be in bad form to say. Uh, yes, Senator, unlike Justice Kagan, I would certainly adhere to that standard. Don't you know, <laughs> don't you know, Chris Ann Hall in a confirmation <laughs> hearing? You would say that. I would say that, right? Because I would just simply have to be, you know what, guys? I'm not your best friend. I may be your coworker, but where I ain't Scalia. I'm not going to sit down and break bread and have tea with Alina Kagan. Not going to no. happen, right? I, I, the, the woman, she, she's revolting to me. I, I would not do that. I don't know so how. So you couldn't have the Scalia-Ginsburg relationship? Yeah, no, would not happen. That they allegedly mm -mm. have. No, first off, because they would never... They would never they wouldn't want, want to hang out with they you. wouldn't want to hang out with me. They wouldn't <laughs> want to hang out with me, right? Because we'd go to the range and go shooting and right. we'd watch John Wick and yeah. uh you know I I they punch and, each and, other in the face and go to church and yeah. praise the Lord. Put each other and, in chokeholds and yeah, do some jujitsu fighting and, and they wouldn't be down they, with all they, that. they wouldn't they wouldn't be down with all of that. So we wouldn't be hanging out together because you know. I, I can't be unequally yoked like that. I can work with you. <laughs> Mac is trying to tell us it's time it's for time the show. Mac, the okay, dome. buddy. It's time for the show to be done. All done. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's. <laughs> Say, see you later, guys. Mac has got a clock in his body that tells him. Look at it. It's it's. One minute seconds. left, 30 seconds left. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us today. Scroll down. Let's see the last comments there, JC, before we go. See if we can say, uh, <laughs> there we go. Everybody sees Mac. Thank you so much for joining us today. Look, these, uh, watch these, this confirmation hearing for some insight as to who your senators actually are. Not just simply the Democrats. Look at the Republicans, too. Mark down the ones that actually ask constitutional questions and then have a little fun, play a game. How would Chris Ann Hall answer these questions? <laughs> yeah. So Chris Ann, because everybody, you don't know how many times in a day, JC, people post on social media, Chris Ann, I wish you were a nomination. Why doesn't Donald Trump nominate you? Uh, you need to be on the Supreme Court, Chris Ann for Supreme Court justice, whatever. So we just, need to get the hearing. There's somebody that's good at video ed editing. We need to get the hearing, and yeah. then we cut you in yeah. <laughs> giving the responses instead of Barrett. That yeah, would they be would be really – there wouldn't be – it wouldn't take long. Man, we need to work on that. Yeah. That would be fantastic. <laughs> we do the same thing with the presidential debates and the vice yeah. presidential debates. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I do on, on uh, Parlor. Yeah, and we just Facebook. need to cut you in. Put you behind you the this. podium and let you go. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a blessing to have you with us. I hope you enjoy our new format, uh, how things are running. Things are only going to get better. Great things happening. Uh, before we go, JC, I, I want to remind everybody, give us a thumbs up, and we will be in uh, Amarillo, Texas. Go to my calendar, chrisannhall.com. We will be in Amarillo, Texas on Thursday. And then we will be in Virginia. Oh, uh, we will be in Amarillo, Texas on Thursday. And then we'll be in Virginia, Virginia, after that for a few days. So yes. I'll talk, we'll talk about them a little bit more this week. But when you see us, uh, uh, we will be on the road from the hotel room again. So we've yep. got to get all this stuff loaded on my laptop. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Have a blessed Monday.